Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo here with Epiphany Communications, coaching and consulting. Our next guest, Michael Fow, is a life, leadership, and career coach with more than 20 years of experience delivering transformational coaching to business and individual clients. Michael founded Crossways Life Coaching in 2002, primarily focused on helping individuals discern next steps in their professional careers. This work led clients to take significant steps to rearrange their current work or find a new role which aligned better with their skills, values, and mission. Michael entered the field of coaching training at the Institute for Life Coach Training in 2008 and later was instrumental in supporting the launch of the Professional Christian, Christian Coaching Institute in 2010 through curriculum developed, uh, curriculum development rather. He is currently serves on the faculty. He has uh, mentored more than 250 coaches to achieve their ICF, ACC, or PCC credentials, including me. I was one of those coaches. Michael uses a brain science approach to coaching when helping clients get unstuck, which often centers around mindset and beliefs. You can learn more about Michael and the only God book, which we're going to be talking with him about today, when he gives out more information about his work and his website. And he is uh, a certified and trained life and leadership coach. Michael, thank you so much for joining us here on It's Your Community. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. It's a real delight to uh, be here with you, Vanessa. And I, I'm very honored to say I'm one of the uh, 250 coaches you've mentored over the years since I've received my training through PCCI, which was a wonderful curriculum. And I've been coaching now for a few years and I absolutely love it. And then I was so intrigued when you told me about your book, Only God, Stories of an Extraordinary God Revealed in the Lives of Ordinary People. So give us an overview of this book, Michael. What inspired you to write it? Sure. Well, um, it was an inspiration. And uh, back in 2018, um, at the very, probably started at the end of 2017, but um, I felt like the Lord was leading me to to compile uh, a book like this i had some conversations with uh different people and i would share just stories of how god just provided uh you know miraculous ways in doing things and uh in my life and uh you know one example that i share was about needing a washing machine when we first moved to the city of philadelphia we helped start a church in um in the city of philadelphia uh back in the mid 80s and um at that time we had a dryer which some reason somebody gave us one a dryer for our wedding gift which is okay great uh but we didn't have a washer and when we moved to philadelphia um we were deciding what we were going to do about that besides going to the laundromat uh, so long story short uh, the pastor of the church got a phone call from someone who knew about our church, uh, you know, us moving to the city to help start the church. And he said, hey, uh, Procter & Gamble, this guy owned a small uh, a grocery store. And oh. so he said, Procter & Gamble just dropped a, a washing machine off at my store, but I don't need a washing machine. Do you need a washing machine? He said, no, but 
Mike Indiana do. Wow. And so the guy brought it to our house. Uh, you know, we put it in downstairs. I didn't have the proper electric uh, even to, to use it, I, unbeknownst to me. But this guy, handyman, I suppose, he went and ran electric for us and all the stuff. And before it was all done, we had a working washer and dryer. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So that's just one example of only God stories. So there's 24 of them in the book. And um, we pulled these not just from our life, uh, but from the lives of, of a number of other people that we know. Um, yeah. Some are just really amazing. Yeah. So. You know, they're not uh, coincidences, uh, Michael. They're like what Teresa and Tommy and I like to tell a good friend of mine. We call them God incidences. And yeah. <laughs> or for me, it's epiphany moments, you know, those aha moments where God's saying, yep, I'm here, you know, I, I haven't left you or I'm here to help you. So how does that how does that help you in terms of the work you do to recognize this as a coach? Because you do some Christian coaching as well. Yeah, yeah I do. And um, it is one of those things that you realize that God is at work in ways that we can't see clearly. Mm -hmm. And the, the timing and the way things work out or uh, his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not, are not our thoughts. And it helps me to have confidence that the Lord is at work, not just in my life, but in the life of those, the clients with whom I'm, I'm working with mm -hmm. and aware that he uh, is doing things to, to help them to come to know him better and know him better through just you know, these types of situations where, wow, you know, God, you really showed up in, in a small way, like, uh, you know, a washing machine or in a big way, um, as in the story about our, our uh, youngest daughter who we adopted from China, how he put all that together. Yeah. And so it is, it's, it's really great to know that God's at work in the lives of the folks we're coaching and working with. Um, mm -hmm. So we don't have to try to fix them. We don't have to try to uh, give them all the answers because God is is um, at work in it. The book is called Only God, Stories of Extraordinary God Revealed in the Lives of Ordinary People. And Michael, how did listeners get a copy of this book? So, yeah, so they can visit um, onlygodstory.com. So it's all one word, onlygodstory.com. And what that will do is it'll redirect them to my website and to the page that has the book and uh, more about getting to it. It is an ebook. Um, it's available in all of those different formats. So it can work on an e-reader as well as a PDF, as well as uh, other kinds of electronic mm -hmm. uh, media. Mm -hmm. How does learning or reading these stories help you on your own faith journey and in your work as a coach? Yeah, yeah. Well, the um, it's interesting you you say that because just reading back through them, um, as we were prepping for this meeting, I was just reminded of some of the examples, and it's uh, you know, we all have these moments in life where things uh, are going well and we're all happy, and it's like yeah, and then there's the seasons where things aren't working out the way we think they should or the way we think God uh, has given us the impression they would or however. And um, and so these stories just are a continual reminder. <clears throat> and I think the difference with this, 
because we can read the Bible, right, and see stories sure. and see how God showed up. Uh, but somehow we we have those people wearing a halo and not real, you know, flesh and blood always like we were, we are. Um, but reading and, and seeing these folks who are just everyday people and sharing uh, what happened for them and their stories, that they uh, are inspiring that matter what's looking like God is at work in the background, God is at work in in the season. Um, and, you know, one quick example of that I was looking at um, this morning, and this is uh, about a lady named Debbie, and you read the book, you'll see it, but Debbie felt God was calling her to move from Virginia. She was a single young woman, moved from Virginia to Colorado to go work for a Christian organization, and she um, had sent a resume. It was told that a job was waiting for her, and then when she moved out there, all of a sudden, they were like, hey, we don't uh, we don't know who you are. We don't have a job waiting for you. <clears throat> and she basically didn't have a job for seven months. And uh, wow. long story short, she talks about how there was a church right across the street from her that had a young uh, singles ministry. And so she, she attended there and how those folks just really took her in, adopted her. And she eventually met her husband. Uh, there. <laughs> wow. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. And then after about seven months, um, she felt the Lord was impressing her. Hey, go talk to this Christian ministry again. Mm. She's like, well, Lord, they don't know who I am. I already tried. He said, nope, just go do it. And she did. And lo and behold, they said, we, we've, <laughs> we've been looking all over for you. Uh, we have your resume here, but there was no way to contact you. I don't know what happened there. But um, they were trying to get her, and the timing was perfect because the person who was doing the job was going out on maternity leave. They really needed her desperately to fill the spot, and so they hired her you know, right, right then and there. And um, I'll tell you what's amazing about that, Vanessa. What she did is she worked for was the Navigators and Nav Press organization. They are the people that uh, created the message translation of the Bible. It's a very modern uh, translation. It's called the message. But um, it's a very popular translation. She was the one who typeset the very first uh, edition of that uh, version of scripture. Wow. And so she's like, every time I see people using that, reading it, I remember what God gave me. So the seven months of just wondering, God, what in the world is going on here? She got a husband and <laughs> and a job and a, a truly uh, job that is, is making a huge difference uh, and will for, for generations. So Michael, what was it like to compile this these stories with your wife, Deanna? Uh, it was really fun. I mean, for us as a couple, um, you know, it's hard work. Uh, I, in the dedication, I said, without her follow through, uh, you know, this wouldn't have happened. She, I, I had sort of the inspiration, the idea, the connections, all those things. But then as people would submit the stories, what we did is we had uh, did interviews with them and transcribed those interviews. Um, and she 
did the bulk of the transcription and editing. Uh, she actually has a degree in, in uh, journalism and English. Uh, a little bit sort of like you, but the, um, the her gifts are definitely in editing and, and writing. And so it was really great uh, to work as a couple and to, again, be inspired, reminded. We went through our own God stories and thought about which ones we would want to use and uh, faith building for sure. That's great. And and so, Michael, in addition to that, we're, we're in a new year here, 2024. So happy new year to everybody. And we're in a new year and you as a coach work with all kinds of clients. So let's talk a little bit about when you're working with clients who have set goals for the new year. What are what are some of the things that you want to tell our listeners about keeping in mind when it comes to setting goals from a coach's perspective? Yeah, so uh, the goal setting uh, process, and if people are interested in that, I can mention a, a goal template that I use and I like a lot. Um, but the uh, idea with the goals is to set it up so that uh, people, what they can do is first think about, okay, what what are the priorities? So I, I say, you know, as you think about setting your goals for the new year, uh, what Stephen Covey said, begin with the end in mind, right? Yeah. What's yeah. your why? Why are you even doing what you're doing? What outcome will matter at the end of this year, at the end of this month, week, day? And what is that based on? And so, you know, questions like, does this support the mission of your life or career or business? Um, and so thinking about what, what the priorities are, um, areas like family, personal life, spiritual health, finances, whatever is important. So what's the priority? Why is that important? What's that based on? What's the result of of addressing that. So thinking again, beginning with the end of mind. With that, <clears throat> then for each priority, so I just had a, a coaching conversation earlier today with someone who wants to work on their physical health uh, for different various reasons, which is a very popular goal for the new year. Um, and so the priority is so I can be around uh, for my children and grandchildren. Yeah. And, you know, so what's that based on? What's the result? And so then setting up the goals um, for each priority. So that's that's that idea. So you set goals according to the priorities and then the action steps to reach the goals. Um, so that's the first side of the tracker. Um, and then people go to my website. Um, Crossways life coaching it's all one word crosswayslifecoaching.com it's up right on the very front page there it'll say hey get your 2024 goals worksheet um on page two then what i do is i have the daily progress tracker and so you know for each day it's got slots in there from eight in the morning to six at night uh wherever you're working uh here's the goal um Here's the action I'm going to take today towards that goal um, based, again, on the priorities of life. So that's that's what I have found really works mm -hmm. well. And as you know, Vanessa, so thinking about coaching, you mentioned coaching. Uh, it's easy to do this. Lots of people set goals for the beginning of the year. Most don't follow through after the first 
few weeks if they make yeah. it even to the end of January, right? Yeah. Um, but there is a a study done by a Fortune magazine that said if you work with a, a professionally trained coach, uh, that leads to a 77% greater chance of success than working without a coach. Uh, yeah. And that, you know, and that's just makes sense because it's the accountability that's going to help you stay motivated. And then the other thing we do as coaches, as you know, is help people with their mindset mm -hmm. and how, you know, the habits that they have and helping them to think about the habits. Are they leading them towards the life they want or actually undermining it? Yeah. So, yeah. And as coaches, I you, you turned to me on the book Atomic Habits, which has been a great book to read. And um, you, you you constantly keep abreast, I know, Michael, of uh, what's going on in the mindset field and the, the brain science field, so you can deliver those tools to your clients. So kind of give us an overview as a leadership and life coach and career coach, which more than 20 years of experience of what you're, you know, what kind of clients you work with on a regular basis? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So um, the people that I uh, work with uh, it, a lot is in the mid midlife transitions, like folks who are in their 40-ish years, maybe late 30s, 40-ish, you know, it could be in their 50s, whatever, but sort of that sense that, hey, um, am I, is my life really going the trajectory that I want it to go? Um, mm -hmm. You know, do I want to be doing this work, this career, living this life for the next 20 years, 30 years, whatever? And uh, a lot of times people, because they hit that midlife, uh, sometimes people call it a, a crisis. It's really not. It's a great place and inflection point um, to think, okay, let me step back and think, and is, is what I'm doing really what I want to continue to do? Uh, or is, is there something different? Has God given me perhaps a, a dream that I've had in my heart here and, and I'm, I want to nurture it? And so it can mean, in some cases, a career change. It can mean not just not changing careers necessarily, but maybe uh, an advocational thing where they start doing something. Um, and these things can take some time. I've worked with people who you know, do make a career change um, and then other folks who start to move towards something. And it may take several years before they actually move into that. Um, and so the career, uh, helping people get clear about their purpose, their mission, and aligning their life towards that. That's um, that's a lot of the kind of folks I work with, um, as well as, as you mentioned, the mindset. So helping people who are, let's say, managers, leaders, uh, folks who are trying to uh, help others with their work performance uh, to be able to do do so effectively using mm -hmm. uh, you know those tools what inspired you uh to go into coaching um i would have to say uh god <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know i just mentioned a particular kind of person in midlife so this happened to me 20 years ago where i was in my late 30s and thinking okay what you know I felt like God had something different for me. Now, I mentioned we were part of starting a church in Philadelphia, and uh, we had been a part of that for 
a good while. It was about uh, probably 15 years, maybe a little less at that point. But I started getting this itch and thinking, you know, it feels like something different. I don't know what it is. And uh, just over time, uh, I ended up, you know, reading different things and I ended up hiring a coach for myself. And this was back in 2002 and um, doing some different things on finding out, okay, what, what do I sense is the vision, the mission that God has for me, how I'm created, the giftings he's given me, uh, the life calling I feel. And, uh, and so stepping you know, into that, there was the mission statement I ended up coming up with, and this was not immediate, this took a little while, is guiding Christians into intentional, authentic living. That was mm -hmm. sort of the summary of it. Mm -hmm. And so um, I had heard about coaching. The person I was working with was clearly a coach and said, you know, you ought to consider a coaching field because that's something that will allow you to do that. Because um, I was also thinking I love teaching and I really feel like God's given me a gift there. And so I was thinking about education, higher education, maybe teaching there. Um, and so I sort of put my toe in the water and the uh, opportunity to take a, a coach training course uh, opened up in the evening. So it would work for my schedule since I was working full time. And the rest, as they say, is history. I, I finished that and then finished getting certified a year later. And then the next thing I know, there's a guy named Bruce Wilkinson. Um, he wrote a book called The Dream Giver. Mm -hmm. And uh, he also wrote a book called The Prayer of Jabez, which is a real popular one back in the day. But um, his organization was looking for some coaches to help people who purchased the Dream Giver book um, to work with them. And so I was out of the, all the all the coaches they interviewed across this big country of ours, I got picked as one of those coaches. Wow. Uh, there were only seven of us. Yeah, I, I said the same thing, Vanessa. And so that's <laughs> sort of my story. Like, yeah. <laughs> so clearly the Lord opened the door. And, yeah. Uh, and then you helped create PCCI in the curriculum in 2010, which I ended uh, up going through that training for my certification. Yes. So, yeah. So the school um, that I actually went to get my coach training for it called the Institute for Life Coach Training. There was a gentleman on uh, doing the Christian track there named Chris McCluskey. And um, he uh, and, and his partner, Judy Santos, were teaching the Christian track for years. And so they wanted to start at a day and an evening class. And so uh, there were two people. Chris picked um, a female colleague to join him, teach the day class, um, and then Judy asked me if I would join her and teach the evening class, the later class. So again, the opportunity was perfect because it worked with my schedule. And that got me teaching at that school for you know, a couple of years, two, three years, whatever it was. And eventually that school sold, uh, was sold. They sold themselves to another organization and they sort of changed a lot of the terms and things like that. And so Chris um, with the encouragement of some of us started PCCI. I said, Chris, you're, you really ought to start your own school. Um, 
<clears throat> and so uh, Judy and I worked on doing the Essentials of Life coaching class, working on that together, developing that. And then um, I also helped to develop the coaching skills mastery class at the time. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's been, it's been a great, great experience. So Michael, I'm a firm believer. We're talking with Michael Thau here today, life leadership and career coach. I'm a firm believer, Michael, that when we teach, we also learn. It enhances our own journey. How does teaching help you better your skills as a coach? Uh, yeah, and that is an extremely important uh, part of, of teaching, isn't it? That we get to uh, sort of eat, learn, learn and relearn. Um, what it does each time we, I teach these is it helps me to stay grounded and connected to the uh, core competencies and the basics and essentials of good coaching. Uh, it's easy when you're just doing this to build habits and, and become, you know, get, get things that aren't working so well. And so uh, one of the best tools to grow coaching skills is to have a mentor coach and get evaluated feedback. Uh, and teaching these classes is one way to get realigned, uh, you know, reevaluated as far as, you know, this is what good coaching looks like. And so I'm consistently reminded of the value of uh, being a very good listener and not just listening to words, but also uh, you know, the body language and the emotions and all of the, and the mindsets and things said and unsaid. So, and staying curious, um, avoiding trying to give advice but just mm -hmm. really being there partnering. So they are very good skills. And I think the one that I've learned, been reminded of recently <clears throat> is just the idea of affirming and encouraging people with the, with the progress they are making, with the efforts they are putting out there. As you know, Vanessa, we can try a lot of things and sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes it doesn't work out in the timing we want, you know, all these, but affirming the encourage, you know, occurring, encouraging and affirming the effort and uh, the commitment is uh, really important. Yeah, that's a great point. Michael Fowl, what else do you want to share with our listeners here on Itcher Community before we let you go? Well, I would say, I don't know, obviously I have a vast audience. Um, I would say that if you're uh, sensing in your spirit that there is something that the Lord has been impressing on you uh, to do, whether it's a big thing or a small thing. It could just be having a conversation with one, someone um, you know, doing some act of kindness for someone, uh, or it could mean considering the trajectory of your life and just uh, being willing to step back and evaluate, is, is this the direction I feel I want to be going for the next season of my life? Uh, I would encourage you to to stop and really give that consideration. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the biggest uh, hurdles that uh, get in the way of us making those types of choices or thinking is our own trajectory. You know, we just get on the the wheel, the hamster wheel, and just keep going, and we don't stop and we don't evaluate and really pause. And so, I would encourage you know, folks. Give yourself that that gift of pausing, stepping back, 
evaluating, is this the life I feel like God wants me to be living? Uh, is there something else I, I could be doing or should be doing? Mm. Michael Fowl, thank you so much, Life Leadership and Career Coach. Give out your website one more time, Michael, before we let you go. Sure. The website is Crossways Life Coaching, all one word, crosswayslifecoaching.com. And the uh, the book is, if you want to go directly to that page, onlygodstory.com, onlygodstory.com. Michael Fowl, thank you so much for being with us here in Intro Community and Happy New Year to you. You are welcome, Vanessa. Thank you for having me. and Happy New Year as well. My pleasure. Any questions or comments or topics you want us to get to, you can reach me, Vanessa Denha, at epiphanycommunications.com. That's epiphanycommunications.com. You can also find me on any of my social media platforms, Epiphany Communications on Facebook or Vanessa Denha Garmo on LinkedIn, Instagram, and X. As always, we remind you to connect, communicate, and to collaborate with your community. We'll catch you next time right here on It's Your Community. It's Your Community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.